welcome to episode 11 of All in a Homeschool Day, the podcast helping you keep homeschooling real and in perspective. I'm your host, Crystal Wagner, and this week we're talking about three steps to break the stranglehold of fear, guilt, and shame. Many of our struggles stem from fear, guilt, or shame. I heard this from Kathy Lip. I can't remember if it was in her Communicator Academy podcast or in her book, Overwhelmed, that she co-wrote with Sherry Gregory. But whenever they talked about that, I stopped and I thought, wow, that's really true. So much of what I do is based on one of those three emotions, fear, guilt, and shame. And so I started thinking about that. I'd like for you to actually pause this podcast right now and make a list. Make a list of what it is under fear, guilt, and shame under each of those three categories that maybe is holding you back in your homeschool, that is fueling your decisions. What is it about homeschooling or about parenting that is causing you fear, that is causing you guilt, and is causing you shame. When we come back, we're going to walk through my list. So go ahead and pause this right now, and then uh, make a list and see what it is that's on that for you. I was a little surprised at what I had on mine. So I hope that you have taken a moment to make that list. I want to talk a little bit about what I had on my list to help you think through how we can break this stranglehold. As I looked at my list, I realized that the items on this list, they aren't really negative unless I view them as negative. It's about my perspective. And if I can turn them into positives or at least into learning opportunities, we can all benefit, we can all grow from that experience. And I also realized that some of those fears that may have been uh, based on a difference from public school, I realized, you know, they really wouldn't be better off in public school. The fears, the guilt and the shame would just be different. It would still be there. So I'm going to run through my list real quickly and just kind of give you an idea of what I put on that list initially and then how I realized I could view it in a positive light. Under fear, I wrote down that my children won't be prepared. I wrote down that I'm pushing them too hard, that they will be teased because we're learning at a different pace. We're not learning the same things that other uh, children are in a traditional school setting. I wrote down that they will look back and wish that they weren't homeschooled. So as I thought about those fears, I thought, you know, they might not be prepared for specific tasks or specific things, but they will be prepared for life. I'm laying a foundation for them that will help them to learn what they need to learn when they need it, and to recognize that they won't be at the same place as everybody else the rest of of their lives. I always have so much that I need and want to learn. Anytime I start a new endeavor, I'm at the bottom of that learning curve. And so this is just a cycle of life. 
my fear about them being teased actually came true. And I'll talk about that more um, in the guilt section. The fear that they'll look back and wish they weren't homeschooled. You know, they could have a fear or they could actually look back and if we weren't homeschooling and wish that they had been homeschooled. So I really wouldn't be able to win either way. These fears are just there and I need to name them so that I can change my perspective. Regarding guilt, I could be, feel guilty that they were teased because we learn at a different, pa- different pace. My daughter actually um, did experience this a little bit and because she was not reading at the same level that other kids around her were. And yet I knew how smart she was. I knew what an extensive vocabulary she had. And I knew it would just take her a little bit of time to catch up. And that's exactly what has happened. So I had to deal with that guilt and accept that because we do things a little differently and I don't push her to meet certain standards that the world has put on us, but I'm allowing her to develop at her pace. I, we are being intentional with the way that we're approaching her education, but it does look different. And so I have to accept that and realize that I need to not feel guilty about it. We need to embrace it. A couple other items on my list under guilt were that they don't see their friends as often as they want which also means I don't see my friends as often as I want. And sometimes that's hard for us. That's a real struggle. I think whenever you homeschool, if you're not involved in a bunch of co-ops and other activities and sports and all that, which we're not, it can be a challenge to see your friends. So instead of feeling guilty about it, I try to view that as um, an opportunity for us to intentionally invest in relationships And we have to take that first step and invite friends over and schedule activities that we can do together. And sometimes they'll be able to join us and sometimes they won't. But I also remind myself that if we look back into history, there are many times, particularly in the pioneer days, that children did not see other children outside their family very often at all. And they lived okay and it was fine. So... I try not to feel guilty about it, but I try to take steps to overcome that. I also sometimes feel guilty because they miss out on activities since we travel a lot. There's a lot that we cannot commit to right now because we would miss many of the practices or they cannot commit to a a volunteer position that requires consistently showing up at a set time. We do a lot of activities that have set um, timeframes, but we're very careful to choose what they are so that they will mesh well with our travel schedule. And I just have to remind myself that we're not living for our children. Our children are a part of our family and our family is whom we base our decisions on. 
we decide what will work best for our family, what will build relationships for our family, what we'll look back on and say, yes, I'm glad we did that. And in reality, we've had this conversation with my girls multiple times. And when it comes down to it, they have chosen to travel and to enjoy that travel with us and miss out on some of the other scheduled activities because they recognize the value in traveling and the value in spending time together as a family. And so not putting their desires ahead of the desires of our family has been beneficial for all of us. I still sometimes feel guilty about that, about them not participating in those activities. And I have to remind myself of the benefits instead. Sometimes I feel guilty that they have to learn how to be comfortable with being different. They won't have the same experiences as school kids, such as riding the bus or going to dances, having class parties. They will feel like they're missing out sometimes. And this kind of goes back to my previous point that I have to keep in mind what's best in the long term and not focus on what we're missing out on in the short term. And this was hard for me in the beginning too, when my girls were real little and I could not exercise when I wanted. I could not go do these other things that I saw moms whose children were in a traditional school setting go do. And I felt guilty about that too. But I've come to recognize the many benefits that we have seen from homeschooling and push this guilt aside and realize that it's not one that I need to dwell on. Under shame, I really didn't have as many um, items. And I know that for some of you, you may have more in that category than others. But for me, I had not been able to participate in conversations where I'm the only homeschool mom in the group and they're discussing school stuff. I feel left out. I feel like um, I have nothing to contribute to the conversation. And in those moments, I have to review it as an opportunity to sit back and really listen, to be, um, to be in a mode where I am just trying to participate and not necessarily contribute. And that's hard. So there's a lot um, that we have to deal with. And it doesn't really matter what our stage of life is, whether we're a homeschool mom or whether our children are in public school, whether we have no children. It's, it's hard for us. And I think it's important that we recognize when our decisions are based on these fears, these guilts, and these shames. So when I started to think about that, I realized that I work through a process And so I want to give you that process right now so that you can overcome your fear, your guilt, and your shame. So when you feel overwhelmed and you're doubting your decisions, I encourage you to work through this three-step process. First, breathe. Take a deep breath, pause, and pray. Simply slowing down can provide you some perspective It will allow you time to pause and to ponder and to think, are these fears, guilts, and shames really valid? And if they are, if there is something that you 
really should take action on, this will give you an opportunity to make a plan. You can pray and ask for wisdom and guidance. The answer, honestly, may be that you're facing this challenge for a reason. We've had instances of that in our past that when I actually stopped and paused, I realized the value in what we were going through. I still didn't like it. It was still really hard, but that value has allowed me, that experience has allowed me to approach other experiences with a different mindset. So after you you pause, you breathe, you pray, ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen if your fears came true? Ask yourself, what can be learned? Or what are the positives for the, your guilt and your shame? You may recognize when you do that step that those fears, guilt, and shames do not have a hold on you. That if you keep dwelling on them, they will continue to grow. But if you recognize that they are not going to define you and that you will overcome them, you will find freedom. The third step is to choose to not live confined by those fears, guilts, and shames. Decide to act or let it go. I know this is easier said than done. I've had many times that I recognize that a fear I have is unfounded. It's unrealistic. And even if that came true and the, the worst happened, it really wouldn't be that bad. But it's still hard to let it go. I try to ask myself if what we're doing lines up with our family's mission statement. And if we are living out our mission statement, then which was created after much discussion and much prayer. And as our girls got older, we discussed it with them and refined it a little bit. It didn't really change, but we refined it a little bit and made it a little easier to understand. So I am confident that our mission statement is right for our family. And if I compare what we're doing to that mission statement and it lines up, then I need to let go of those of that fear, guilt, and shame and recognize that we are living out what God wants us to be doing right now. It's very easy, especially in our society where we get so busy um, doing good things that we forget to stop and ask ourselves if we're doing the best things. And what's best for my family may not be best for your family. It's all individual. You need to be in prayer with God and in um, discussion with your husband and make sure that you're living out what you were called to do. And then as a part of that, not being confined, find support. It is hard to stay consistent. And so make sure you and your husband are on the same page. If you have extended family that can help you, ask for that help. Ask for them to help you with some of these fears or this guilt. Maybe they can see that bigger picture and help you see how it's not really a fear or how it shouldn't be um, defining you and defining your actions. And if you're like me and you don't have extended family in town, 
There are still many ways that they can be involved and they can help you out. And we'll actually talk about that in the next episode, episode 12. My mother-in-law is joining me and it was such a rich conversation that I hope it will bless you. Find friends or a support group, discussion group that can help you work through these fears. I know whenever we go, whenever I go to our Charlotte Mason discussion group each month, all of the moms around the table, myself included, end up talking about our fears and our guilt. And we say, yeah, but what if? And everybody else around the table can contribute and help us to see that, you know, it'll be okay. And maybe they've gone through the same experience and they can tell us how they've overcome that or how they have let go of that fear. So there's great value in that finding that support. And finally, recognize it can be a daily struggle. It is hard to decide not to live confined and to act or let it go. And it will take a daily decision on some of those fears and guilt. I want to leave you with a couple of closing thoughts. One, you are your child's best teacher. And two, God does not call the equipped. He equips those he calls. Remember these when you feel inadequate and incapable and recognize that you are right where you need to be. Recognize that you are helping your child to become his best. Recognize that when you lean on God, he will equip you for what you need to be doing. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and it has helped you to see your fear, guilt, and shame in a new light and has helped you to break free of that stranglehold. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and share it with your friends. Do you have a question that you'd like to hear answered on the podcast or would you like to be a guest on the podcast and share some advice with the listeners, maybe advice you wish you had heard when you first started homeschooling? Hop on over to triumphantlearning.com forward slash podcast and submit your request to be on the show or submit your question. If you want to find some graphics um, that will help you remember to not be confined by your fear, guilt, and shame, or to see some links that uh, might help you in this process, you can go to the podcast page for this episode at triumphantlearning.com forward slash AHD011. Until next time, have a triumphant day.